Good morning, listeners, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. Today is day 413 of our broadcast. I'm Agnes Drew, here today with Max O'Brien. Any news, Max? Not really. I mean, yesterday we were over by the cemetery, and there are a fair number wandering around there, but there often seem to be wanderers in that area. Not sure why. It's gotten me wondering if the dead are attracted to where other dead are. You know, since they often form herds or masses, too. But then those herds break up with no discernible reason either. So, hmm. You're right. There do seem to always be zombies milling around the cemetery. It seems like a logical place for zombies to be, being undead and all. But why? I mean, once becoming reanimated, there's no reason for a zombie to hang around the cemetery unless there was something else drawing them there. I wonder if there are any other places zombies gather. We're predisposed to notice them at the cemetery, but maybe that's just our confirmation bias at work. Dr. Clark taught me about that. It's when you interpret new evidence as confirmation of your existing beliefs. Uh, You expect zombies in the cemetery, and so when you see them there, you say, Aha! Just as I expected! And you might not notice that they're also gathering around in uh, the parking lot of the sporting goods store or in some random person's yard for no reason. Listeners, let us know if you've noticed zombies that tend to gather in areas you might not expect. That's awfully insightful of you, Agnes. I've been trying to do what you and Dr. Clark have been talking about for a while, trying to get more in touch with my surroundings, and taking in more of the smaller details. I'm pretty in touch with my emotions, but I think there's still a part of me that's a little bit in denial about where we are in our current situation. For example, you know what I noticed at the cemetery yesterday? A sign prohibiting bicycles. That's weird. Why would bikes be prohibited at a cemetery? That's what I thought. The sign said something about being respectful, but I don't see what would be disrespectful about riding a bicycle. I would understand if they didn't want motorcycles or off-road vehicles tooling around off the paved roads, but it didn't make sense to me that bicycles would be seen as disrespectful. A lot of cemeteries don't allow dogs either. That's always bugged me. I understand people being sensitive about a dog doing their business on someone's grave, but any decent person walking their dog wouldn't let that happen. I know there are a lot of irresponsible pet owners out there, but I, for one, always cleaned up after my dog. And I used to love going for walks in a cemetery that was right near my place. Really? That's kind of morbid. No, it isn't. Cemeteries are peaceful and full of love. I know I've talked about this before, but for every headstone... There's someone who loved the person that died. Someone cared enough about that person to memorialize them in a substantial way. Time, effort, thought, and money went into creating something in remembrance of that person's life because someone loved them enough to do so. I've never thought of it that way. Cemeteries really are full of love, if you look at it like that. Kind of makes me want to go ride a bike through a cemetery. Not allowed. Well, who's going to stop me now? Do you think it would be disrespectful? Well, for one thing, we don't have a bike. I know, but if we had one, would it be disrespectful of me to ride through there? I don't know, Agnes. I think everyone's notions on death have had to evolve a little. If you were cutting through there to get somewhere and it was the fastest route, it would only make sense. It's not like you can hop in a car and drive around it. We could go... For a walk through there, though, like I said, I used to love walking my dog through them. 
I really like the Jewish tradition of placing a stone or a pebble on a headstone. It's a small yet meaningful way of saying, I was here. I still care. See? Full of love. Something else, though, that I would occasionally notice is that the double headstones intended for a husband and wife to be buried side by side would sometimes not have the second person buried there. Well, yeah. I mean, if the second person wasn't dead yet. Well, that's plausible for recent ones or even recent-ish, like within the last 20 years or so. But sometimes it's long enough ago that there's no way that's the case. Usually that second person's birth date is already engraved and sometimes the date of death is never filled in. When it was long enough ago that there's no chance of them still being alive, it makes me wonder what happened. Did they change their mind about being buried there? Did they die somewhere farther away and get buried elsewhere? Did they remarry and decide to be buried alongside their later spouse? Oh, that's kind of sad. But also intriguing. I've said it before. People move on with their lives, even after the loss of a loved one. Even when people don't think that they will. I once saw three headstones in a row that were clearly a man buried between his first wife and his second. I thought that was sweet. I like that. And a good note to end on. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, this has been Max O'Brien and Agnes Drew. Take care of each other.